Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Good afternoon. This is Rahul Reddy. Today is June 22nd. The time is about 11.30 Central Time. Reddy Newman PC has been conducting uh, Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. So if you have any questions, please try to fill the Google Sheet out. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know you are a newcomer. Please fill the Google Sheet out. We do give importance to the people who fill the Google Sheet out. Only if we don't find anybody, then we'll go to other people. It'll be easier. We can address more things because I could read the thing much faster uh, the explanation, and we can, I can ask more questions. Please try to fill the Google Sheet. Venkat, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. I connected with you yesterday. I have sent the uh, details. The current age like, four change of status is recommended. We, are, we can we apply own. You can apply own if you want to apply own. What I would recommend is that I want you to try to fill as much as information as possible. Okay, and okay. Uh, try to fill as much information as possible. And then make an appointment, though. Then it will be easy to discuss with the lawyer, okay? But I will try to send a consultation to you, okay? And uh, and you could try to fill online I-539 application. Then you make an appointment. It will be easy to answer those questions, okay? So we can Next just person. save it and uh, we can come back. Right. You got it right. That's a better way. Next person. And uh, do, we need bank? do we need to submit bank statement as well? I will tell you on when you... When you come to the appointment, okay. Since you don't you don't submit it yet, you can come to the consultation. I'll describe. There are a lot of things that need to be done. I'll describe you in the consultation. Next person, please. Okay. Yes, um, I already filled the uh, Google sheet. Yeah, uh, I, I remember you. So it's so your NIW since uh, I 180 day rule is not applicable. Do you need to require to file a 485J supplement? No, you don't need to. You don't okay. need to. So, okay, but and- if the new job should be in relation to it, I mean, doesn't have, does it have to be the exactly the same thing? No, it should be related to the field. So if you're in the software profession, you should still be in the software profession. You can't become a lawyer, Richard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So in my case, I'm working as a statistician, but it has similar job description as a data scientist. If it is similar, you're good, sir. Okay. So it's Thank similar, you. you're good. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. If there is any RFE or anything like that, you can contact us. Otherwise, you don't need to. You don't need to file a 485J supplement. Santosh, go ahead. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Uh, currently, I'm in the US on H4 from past nine months. And uh, now I want to convert to, um, it's like, pursue my M- uh, MS master's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for this one, means like, uh, do I need to change, for the change of status, do I need to go no. for visa? First of all, why do you need F1 visa to go to school? You can go to school on H4. Yes, but uh, means like a two bit get get the other benefits like OPT, CPT. 
why don't you do one thing? Why don't you get to the, your wife apply for I-140? That will get you the benefit of EAD. Okay. That's more easier because you'll be institution. A lot of benefits will be there on H-4. I myself choose to be an H-4 when I was going to law school. Okay. Okay. That's easier. But yeah, you can change the status. But if you change the status, you don't have to go to stamping. You can change the status within the United States. Okay. Okay. If that's the answer you're looking for. Next person, yes. please. Thank you. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm a new joiner. You are an OPG EAD. I recently completed my master's in March. Multiple were picked, but I did not file the H1B this year. Okay, that sounds good. So, on occasion of my sister's marriage, can I go to India and come back? I don't know. You, uh, it's we have been told that a couple of people were being uh, sent back, especially from Chicago and Boston airport, though. So. But I'm if not go, filing my H1, right, sir? Will they get to know? I don't know. Oh, they, they, they already have knowledge about you. They already know your cow shit. Yeah. You filed multiple H1Bs. They already have knowledge about you. They published it. On, how do they know? Well, they published it on the internet. Yeah. They published it on okay. the internet. I mean, what? How, how else would they let you know? Will they come to your home and say, come, shake, you filed multiple H1Bs? No, they published it on the internet. Yeah. So it is like a risky... Like most probably, I am not. I'm not going to say right now the risk is low. Could it be? You can be an example of person. You go and you get stuck, and we will tell Kaushik got stuck. No, I would not say your name. Kaushik got stuck. Uh, if you come back good, then we'll take Kaushik got clean. It's up to you if you want to be the scapegoat. Yeah, but what would you suggest? Like, if you would be, of my course, I would. Like I, 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 you know, I have a sister. I don't want my yeah. sister's life to be ruined because I'm getting married. Now, my question is, yeah. what kind of sister you have? <laughs> yeah, good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, if your sister okay. is that, well, I don't care about my brother's life. All I need him to be present in my, in my, then wish you best of luck with your sister and you. Okay. Yes, sir. I won't be traveling. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Next person, please. Satya. Uh, so I have filled in the Google sheet. So you have filed valid until 6.30. You filed H4 to H1. Okay, sounds good. So currently, H1 you know, to I H1. Found a, right, got it. I found a job through the same employer two weeks later and then filed H1B extension, which is still meanwhile change of status was approved on May 31st, but I-765. Okay. What, what, I can, what you can do right now is there is something called Margaritas, which have you ever heard about it? No. Okay. I want you to watch this video called Margarita Switch. Okay. This is really, you just go to Mexico, you have a margarita, you come back, you solve the problem. The other way to solve the problem is apply for the change of status. Pick your poison. You would like to pay for margarita. You like to pay the entire fees with the lawyer fees again and go to the change of status from H4 to H1. Which one would you like to do? Pay margarita or pay the entire lawyer press of the company has to pay the filing fees. So if I uh, do COS uh, through a Margarita, like Mexico stamping, no, right? so that you don't have to go to Mexico stamping. I didn't said Mexico stamping. I said okay. drink Margarita and come back. So you got mixed up with that. Okay. There is there is something called automatic revalidation. Okay. okay. So okay. that's the reason I said only Margarita. I did not tell you to go for stamping. So that's the reason I want you to watch this one. It's called Margarita Visa Magic, okay? That's going to cost you approximately $800 for you to go and have a margarita in Mexico and fly back, okay? But okay. if you go with a lawyer, just the filing fees itself is going to be some couple of thousands of dollars. Plus, we're going to eat your money, okay? Pick your okay. poison. 
So currently, us? my H4 is uh, approved. Uh, and my Technically, you're an H4 right now. So I, sh I shouldn't be working. Why don't you go to Mexico and come back and solve the problem? Okay. But I don't have my EAD. That is still pending. And when I raised an expert... You don't, on, H1, on H1B, you don't need EAD. Correct. If, you, okay. if, you, if you go to Mexico, you're going to solve the problem. You go through with me, you're going to pay a couple of thousands of dollars and we're going to take our own sweet time. You can't work. You try to Mexico tomorrow. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. And if you still have any questions, you can have. Watch the video that I gave it to you, okay? Thank Next you, person, sir. please. Here, I'll, I have filled up that Google sheet. My I green card EAD is expiring in March 2024. Can I renew it nine months previous? No, you don't need to renew nine months period. Why do you need to renew nine months previous EAD? Are you speaking of EAD in advance parole or just EAD? Uh, I already applied for the advanced payroll. Uh, and... You don't need to file an EAD more than six months before. The reason is that According to the rules right now, if you file an EAD extension before six months, you can work for 540 days after your EAD expires. Okay. What's the reason for you to file EAD more than six months? No reason. And and my, the advanced payroll, like it got approved only for the like one and a half uh, one and a half year last time when we filed for the EAD and the advanced payroll. The advanced payroll just got approved for. Uh, one and I half got. Year. I don't know why they do that. But yeah, there's nothing we can do about it, right? Okay. It makes sense for me to apply for advanced parole more than six months before, but it doesn't make sense for me to apply for the EAD more than six months before. Next person, please. Thank you. Pulkit. Pulkit. Uh, uh, he got stamped, but he wants to take time. Pulkit, are you there, Pulkit? Yes, yes. Hey, Rahul. Yes. How much time are we speaking about? So basically, what stamping did the... you get it? No, no, I didn't get any stamping. I got the H1B. I'm in India right now. So I got okay. the H1B filing uh, this year and my okay. it's picked up in the lottery. So okay. basically my marriage is scheduled, which is next year in January or February. The date is yet mm -hmm. to be decided. So mm -hmm. how soon can I travel? Like, is it like I can travel anytime after stamping or there's any stipulated time? I need to travel like within six months after stamping or something is there. Or I can so travel you got time. so you're planning to travel on H1 or L1? I'm getting confused. H1, H1. So H1 is October 1st is start date, is right? This year H1B. Yes. If this year H1B October and you're planning to travel in January or February, you don't now, know. I will be planning to travel next year, maybe around June. Is it possible, or I need to travel before that? Basically, the, the, pro that's the, the pro problem here is that mm -hmm. if you got a H1B, if you got the H1B approval in June or July of 2023, and you're mm -hmm. traveling in June or July of 2024, I get a doubt seriously whether or not you have a job or you don't. Okay. Because why will the job wait for one year? Is the main question that pops up. Now, mandatory six months you have to wait, is it right? Because October 1st mm -hmm. is a start date. But after October 1st, if you're taking a long time, it creates a doubt. Now, having said that, mm -hmm. if you have clear evidence that you have a job, you still have a job and all those things, you have mm -hmm. to carry all those evidence and you have to provide them why you did not come. At that point of time, I would contact the company's lawyer to make sure that you can do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. But but of all the fear that I have, Pulkit, one thing, Mm -hmm. What if the job is lost if you're dancing around in India after you mm. get the H-1B? Right. That's the issue, right? And if the right. job is lost, my H-1B, everything, visa fee will be revoked, right? Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And I have a few more questions I think I have added. The second one mm -hmm. and the third one. Yeah. Uh, what is the processing of getting... Okay. 
you can file a green card application okay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. E- even though you're not in usa even though you are here right now in, in, you're in india right now you can start mm-hmm. the green card process but it may be tough for you a lot of people a lot of employers will not be willing to do so if you're going to ask me once you come here it may take approximately around 2 2 and a half years for your wife to get the ead if you go in the normal route but if mm-hmm. your company is cooperative they want to file right now the labor certification right now and they get it you can get the ead probably in one year i see wife. so there is no strict timing right okay well yeah depends on your company and your understanding of the thing and how cooperative your company is if the company start the process right now it'll be a year from the time your wife comes in but if the mm-hmm. company starts the process when you come in and then you sleep and you wake up after one year then it could be five years by the time you get it depends Understand. on how and, fast the company is going to file and there is no other alternative route my spouse can work right if this is the only well route. there are no there are 100 other routes is she okay. lata mangeshkar absolutely not she is out of the world <laughs> um so depends on is she uh, is she mother teresa she's gone too forget it okay um so if if you so typically for normal people h4 <laughs> is the thing though but there is also h1b lottery system your apply your wife can apply next year so mm-hmm. those are the typical things is she eligible for l1 i mean there can be a lot of things j1 o1 p1 q1 uh, okay. lot of o1 o2 lot of in practical the best mm-hmm. thing is h4 right okay the best okay. thing because it's very hard now for you to understand all those visas we recommend mm-hmm. you watch and from now onwards all the mm-hmm. way until you get the green card and this advice goes to everybody to watch the first 20 minutes of the video to get educated though okay, okay. 20 minutes of every live session that we do i've given okay. you the link next person please so, and one last question uh, rahul i have added it as a second question h1 to l1 or l1 to h1 can be done anytime like when i'm in india as well or it's like i have to enter us and then only the visa can be changed no you can change in india in india also if you want any time right okay assuming yeah. that you're eligible for l1 yeah i got it okay thank okay. you thanks from next person please minan yeah hi rahul i just posted a question on google sheet you're so from atlanta like... is right minan yes i moved to texas uh, i remember you oh nice h1 be transferred from company a to company b but company a filed my lca petition which is not approved yet what do you mean lca petition you mean to say labor certification is a right not location LCA. change and company b wants to wait until they get approved in their hands so lca can be converted to premium processing the question itself is wrong though when there is a location change from atlanta to texas so you are supposed to file the h1b amendment before you move to texas assuming that you are still in atlanta though so if company b wants to file a h1b they want the amendment h1b to be approved first before they can file the transfer okay no, no. but what can be done in this scenario like they need to have the approved h1b amendment That's and right. then they can initiate then they can initiate the h1b because they don't want to initiate the h1b if you are illegally in texas and your lca says that you're supposed to be in atlanta if they file a h1b and they will be in a wrong thing so they want the problem to be solved by company a by filing an lca getting the h1b approval okay so how this this seems to be a deadlock then yeah because you invited it you're not supposed to move to texas without filing an amendment but you know my situation my situation moved what situation you have doesn't matter what situation you have one other thing that i, I can suggest you go back to atlanta stay there for a couple of months and then file h1b with company b okay. next person please 
You're not supposed to move to a different location without filing an amendment. You do come to our Zoom call so frequent and follow our YouTube. Next person, please. Varun. Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, so uh, this is my new first call. So, so actually, you have filed you... a multiple H-1B registrations, but the H-1B got picked. Which company are you working in February of 2022? Let's, let's say the company is A, okay? okay? In February of 2023, sorry. So when you got picked up in the lottery of the H-1B, did you got picked up for company A or company B? Company B. Ah, uh -uh, that's fraud. That's fraud. Okay. You were not working for company B. So the project is with, what do you mean project is with? The company B is taking the project that you are on February 2023? Yeah, it was being like uh, moved from T, uh, project A to, sorry. Company, company A, A to company to... B. Ah, yeah. that is a big, 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 huge red signal. I've written an article on that actually. Does the company A, company B has to be related for the multiple H-1B application? The answer is no. The companies don't have to be related. That is what the USCIS Administrative Appeals Unit told, that they don't have to be related. If the project is the same, that these people have filed the H-1B, then it will be considered as a multiple filings. Okay, that is so exactly what company B was telling from the beginning, saying that if the project project is the same thing, people are mistakenly understanding the companies have to be related. No, not needed. I wrote an article on June 7th on it. I want you to read that article. This is coming from Administrative Appeals Unit. Okay, Do not so file H-1B. If you file H-1B, uh, withdraw it. Oh, uh, so can I like go for, go for the uh, registration process next year? Because uh, the uh, applications are you already can. recorded. You can. Right, okay. you can. What I would suggest you is to get out of this company B. Okay. Go to some clean company though. Why this company B is not a clean company? They don't have a project for you in February mm -hmm. of 2023. They actually moved the project from company A to company B. So that is a big no, 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 no company. Okay, so okay. like, what do you want? Like, what's the best advice? Like, right, right now the project. Right which now, right now, if you file, you have ninety-five mm -hmm. percent chance you're going to be in trouble. If you file next year, are you scot-free? No, you're not. But you have only twenty percent problem, twenty percent chance of trouble. Okay, so like, what if I like I'm staying with this company B for the next couple of months and next year if they no. file my H still. They will have a record that this company filed multiple registrations. They will have a record last year it did not get selected. They will have a, uh, sorry, it got selected. They will have a record that it got selected. They didn't file the H1B. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it's like best advice. Like I have to bust my move my project to some other company again, file H1 next year and process with them. That's right. And you move it as early as possible, way, way, way before February of 2024. 24. Next person, please. Thank you. Try to fill out a Google sheet, guys, to get importance for you to answer the question. Nancy, go ahead. Hi, hi Rahul. Uh, my question was, I was... I'm an H1B, but now I applied for H4. My question is, what should still be working or am I... Oh, H4 is not approved for you, Nancy, is it right? Yeah, it's under process and as pending. of now. Okay. It's pending. So, and when is your H-1B expiring? 
No, it did not expire. I just moved. Oh, we have like three years. I mean, two more years for H one. You are still working. You are still working with the same company. No, I stopped working. Uh, I stopped working as soon as I applied for H four. You you have an option of continue working or stopping option. It's your option. Okay, I mean, uh, my question was like, there should not be an issue, right? I shouldn't be working. Either way, I should. Either way, okay. it, it's not. Either you start work, stop working, or you continue working. Either way, it's fine. Oh, Your until choice. it is until it is approved. The H four is approved. Until right? it is approved. Once it's approved, you can't work. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That was okay. my only question. Yeah. Sure. Thank you so much. But if you choose to not yeah. to work, you can. Shubhagni, okay. go ahead. Yeah. Thank you. After Ivan. Uh, Hi. Yeah, yeah. Am I audible? Okay. You are audible. Shubhakni. Okay. So my this yeah. your question is that after the after the I one forty is approved after one hundred and eighty days, if you switch the company, can your company revoke the I one forty? The answer is yes, they can. But don't fear though; okay. it will have no negative impact, none whatsoever at all on you. Once you cross one hundred and eighty days, if they withdraw it, can you use that I one forty approval to extend the H one B beyond six years? Yes. Can you use that I one forty to go to company B and company B to company C, company C to company D, and so on and so forth, all the way to company Z? The answer is yes, even though if they revoke the I one forty approval. Can you have your spouse get an H four EAD after the one hundred and eighty days the I one forty has been revoked? The answer is yes, they can. Okay, okay. So currently it's in process. So is it good idea to switch to premium, or I can? Absolutely, good idea to go to this premium bank. Because you okay. don't want the I one forty to take long time to approve. What if you lose the job? What if something happens? What if the sky falls down? Just get the I one forty. If you don't have the money, stay out of your home, live in a tent, put that extra money for two thousand five hundred dollars, get the I one forty in premium processing. Okay, and my husband's actually um, I one forty. Sorry, he's he's. Uh, he... Sorry, his GC got applied in March 2015, so it's in process. So, uh, will I be able to switch to his visa status later? Uh, if that can, gets a priority. Yeah, date. right, right. First, you okay. get the 180 days covered by yourself. Okay, that's first thing. Okay. Cover the 180 okay. days, and you can switch to H4 EAD for your husband. Okay, and you okay. can come back to H1B at any point of time in the next 90 years. Why not 91 years? I expect you die by that time. Okay. And yeah, okay. when you come back to H one B, can we switch your husband to H four EAD? Yes, we can. Okay, so it's good uh, idea to get it to premium and upload it. Yeah. Okay. Ah, and one hundred and eighty days. Right now, okay. if two people are having a H one B selected, high one forty approved for more than one hundred and eighty days, that is the green card for you guys. Almost okay. There's no green card for okay. you. Okay. 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 Next person. Okay. Please. Yeah. Thank you. Artish Reddy. Karthik, I'm on H1B, and right now, Karthik, are you there, Karthik? Yes, Karthik. Yes, yes, yes. Karthik. Okay, uh, I'm on H1B right now, and have around three years of experience from January to then, and I lost my project. I'm looking for opportunity. Also, my payroll is not being active as of now. I need to pay my taxes every month. That's no. Move on to B2, buddy. Move on to B2. So, do I need to move to B two then? I mean, uh, right now it's been like uh, almost seven to eight months without a project. But uh, sir, I don't have any if, idea if you, right now. If you are paying the, if you are going to pay the money to the company to do the run the payroll, that is considered as 
that is considered money laundering. It's a crime and you don't want to conspire to do that thing. You can move to B2. Since you have only used up three years of your H1B, you can always come back to H1B at any point of time in your life in the next 90 years. So, okay. so the question would be to move to B2 then? That's, uh, yeah. Or you can move out of the country, whichever option you pick. Next person, please. Ramkumar? Hi, actually, this is Nikita, uh, Nikita Shrikar Ramkumar. So, like, sorry, yeah, Nikita, Nikita, if the I 94 has expired and your H1B gets denied, can you file the B2 after the I 94 expires? The answer is no. No, because I'm, your I 94 should be valid when you apply for the B2. Can you apply B2 before the I 94 expires? Hmm. If you, so, you can, sorry. yeah, uh, yeah, you can, you can technically apply as a, as a backup plan. Okay. But, so my, my question is here, um, I already have B1, B2 stamping, and then I came on F1 a couple of years back. I did my master's. Um, again, coming back to the president, I, I transferred to H4 because my F1 uh, stamping expired and I went to India and then I got rejected on the new stamping that I wanted. So I had to come back and then I got married and then I came back on H4. Now I'm trying to see if I can again go back to my F1 and then continue studying and work. Why can't you, you, you have a H4 option. Why can't you move to H4? I'm already on H4 now. I came, I came back to the U.S. on H4. Oh. But you I can't you said You said H1B is expiring, so I'm a bit worried what you said and what you're telling me. No, no, I think, uh, sorry. That H4 was is expiring. H4 yeah, is H expiring. H4 is expiring. Why, why can't you do premium? Is your husband's H1B approved or not? It is, yes. But it the prom processing just got started. Did you say your husband's H1B got approved? Yes. If the H1B start get approved, why would the H4 be rejected? H4 is not rejected, no. I So basically, I don't know. Um, can we just... Ma'am, ma'am, you said my H1B is expiring in this month, pending extension. Is this you or is it somebody else? That's not me, no. Srikar Ramkumar, that's not you. Yeah, yeah. That, that, okay. that's my husband, but I don't know what's filled in that. Well, I, why didn't you fill again, ma'am? Because I'm getting out of wrong information. Next Sorry. person, please. Samir? Sam, Samir Patel. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Um, I fill out the Google uh, sheet. You know, uh, I think that so. Was my got question. Up. Can you put her back, uh, 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 that lady? Yes. Uh, so Sorry. It's, mixed up from, uh, it's mixed up from our side, so we'll take the responsibility. Samir, uh, I'm sorry about, ma'am, we'll give you a chance again to speak. Samir, my H1B is expiring end of this month and pending extension. If my I-94 extension is denied, uh, you can't, you can apply B2 before the I-94 expires. You cannot do it after the I-94 expires. Samir. Samir? Uh, I think so. We messed up somewhere, guys. Sorry. My, my team messed yeah, up a little thanks, bit. Yeah, uh, uh, Can you hear Samir, me? Yeah, is that you, the H1B expiring in this month? Yes, Rahul. So my question is like, uh, if my H1B, uh, my H1B extension is already filed, if it is denied and I-94 is expired, what are my backup options? Then you have to like, leave the country and come B2? back on another visa. So can I file B2 uh, before I-94 expired just to you remain can. in the country? You can, you can. And if the B2, if the, if the H1 day gets, if the H1 gets approved, you have to withdraw it. 
Okay, okay, got it. So what exactly should I mention like in the B2 application? Because H1B extension is pending, so like how? Uh, I would just want to have an alternative thing. My H1 is extension is pending. If any chance I get rejected, I would like to stay and go around, look around in Las Vegas and other things and want to come back, go to <laughs> India. That's the okay. reason you can give, okay? Next okay, person, thanks, please. thanks. Nikita, it is Ram Kumara. Yeah. yeah. So, so my question was, uh, I was on F1 and then my, I was on F1 and I was working and then I went back to India and then I had to get a new stamping, but I was rejected. So I had to get, get come back on H4 because of my husband's H1B. I'm trying mm -hmm. to see if there's any way I can go back to my F1 and continue work. First of all, ma'am, working on CPT is not a legal thing, ma'am. F1 is not a work visa. If you want work, the better thing is have your husband file an I-140 application, get your H-4 EAD. The reason you got rejected, what university did you went to? Uh, Cumberland. Those, that is considered as a fraudulent university, according to me. That's the reason why you got your F-1 denied. I would recommend to spend your energy on getting your husband's I-140 approval map. So his uh, I-140, the perm processing has just started in March. And then obviously we all know. I still I still cannot recommend people going to day one CPT universities. Okay. Is there any other okay. is there any other way to like premium process the PWD phase? No, ma'am. You can't premium process the PhD. Okay. You can premium process, you can change your status to H4 to F1 in premium processing. That's a new provision that we've created. But I still okay. don't recommend people going to day one CPTs. It's the same thing like multiple H1B applications, though. Okay, this is going to backfire. When we don't know, when it does, it does big time. Next person, please. Ajay. Yeah, hi, uh, thanks Rahul. Uh, so my cousin has just registered a new consulting company and uh, he only has two consultants currently and they are in Canada right now and no other consultants. So can they bring him here? Can they bring them here in TN visa since they can they apply for TN visa currently? Can is the companies in Canada are here? The companies in here, companies here. But the consultants are in Canada. The consultants are in Canada, but we want to apply for visa for them. So TN visa is an option, right? Yeah, typically, typically we tell people that you should have three direct or indirect employees in USA. You must have an office registered in USA to apply for TN visas. Okay. So we have the okay. office registered in USA, but we don't have any employees. So, so yeah, you need to have direct or indirect employees, three people. Okay. That's what our recommendation is. Okay, all right. Thank you. So uh, additionally, uh, so we need to have direct. So do we have to show the revenue also by any chance, or can we just have? Yeah, if you have, if you have three employees, you will have, if you have no, you just not charge. They can't just start tomorrow. What kind of company is this? <laughs> no, no, I'm just giving a hypothetical situation. So yeah, as long as it's natural, traditionally going through, you're fine. Okay. But if you're okay. just saying that it's going to start tomorrow, that looks all paperwork to me. No, no, I, I okay. agree. And okay. If we have some, if we have new consultants uh, starting tomorrow That's in fine. a month or so, yeah, yeah, don't tell tomorrow. People cannot start tomorrow though. <laughs> got it. Okay. Right. Yeah. So yeah, but if they naturally start three employees, then you can go for TN visas. And how long do we have to wait for that? Like for us to apply for TN, is there any time limit or just any? No, as long as you have three employees, you're good. Okay. All right. Thank you. But not the employees that you created by tomorrow. Over no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Next person. I agree. I agree. Thank you. 
Uh, this will be the last person that we are going to take. But if you want to speak with me, guys, I'm sorry if I couldn't take all the people. Uh, I'll take two two more people. But uh, we, my colleague, will give a link. Um, you can make an appointment with me at any point of time. My appointments are scheduled online. You can block any time you want to based on the link that we are providing. Go ahead, next person, please. Om Prakash. Yeah. Hi Rahul. Hi, this is Om Prakash. Actually, I have a question related to my daughter. Um, Oakland University on H4. She's maxing out on an age in September, September, and planning to send to Canada for F1 stamping. Why? Why does she have to go to Canada? Why can't she just apply the change of status here in the United States, Om Prakash? We oh, have a I premium can... processing right now. Oh, I can I can get into the premium processing at all. Right. Okay. Right. Even if the um, premium processing is not there, in the premium mm -hmm. processing, there's some deadline. I forgot whether it's June 30th or July, whatever it is, you can apply oh. and you can convert into premium processing later on too. So I oh. would not recommend to send your daughter to Canada because you're sending her your daughter to Canada. You are putting your daughter in a lion's mouth to see if it's going to bite. Oh. If it doesn't bite, she comes back. Because if she doesn't get the visa, boom, she's gone. She has to go to India. Because they have to explain that once they complete the education, they're going to go to home country. She already completed three years. First of all, she won't even know what the home country is. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And, so and say, oh, yeah, more. I am going to my home country, which is USA. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> right. And and Rahul, yeah. one more question. Actually, when we inquired with the counselor of the Oakland University, they say like if we have to file in USA, they need to kind of we need to have an attorney, uh, something like that to process or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You can you can send an email and you can go through a lawyer, that's fine. Okay, you can send an email to us. We'll send it. But okay. we don't recommend her. Uh, you know, lion's mouth is different than lawyer's mouth. Okay, <laughs> sure, Consulate sure. So, yeah. the, is, is the is the uh, is the lion's mouth. Next sure, person, so, yeah. Thank you can so it, much. Yeah. Sir. Uh, can you go to Kishore Darga? Yes, sir. Kishore, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, USCIS permits a foreign person to have work for one year out of the preceding three years. Okay, sounds good for the employee. Employer, the employee can aggregate employment time to the preceding three years. You're right. Yeah, it's 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 right for uh, It doesn't have to be a continuous one year. It can be six months, three months, three months. There may be one year gap between them, and that's fine too. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for L1, EB1C, L1, uh, L1B, L1A, those are eligible. Thank you, guys. I'm sorry, guys, I couldn't take all the people. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. And uh, you can make an appointment, guys, if you want to speak with me. The link is provided there. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.